0: All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck, buddies? What the fuck, Nicks? What's happening? This is Mark Maron. Uh, this is my podcast, WTF. I'm still in Burlington, Vermont. Uh, theoretically, I would have gotten home yesterday if you're listening to this Monday, but I'm here on Saturday doing this. I don't know why I've uh, decided to do that time fuck with time thing with you to tell you exactly the process, but I think it's kind of interesting. Like, you know, God forbid I maybe, you know, all of a sudden this afternoon in Burlington decide, hey, you know, maybe I'm going to go off the grid. Maybe I'm going to relapse on alcohol and just live my life in this small park that's here in Burlington that seems to accommodate people who have given up their life perhaps maybe that'll happen. And then you'll have this intro and you'll be listening to it Monday and think everything's fine. And then like, where's Mark? So now you kind of know, God forbid, I don't think it's going to happen. But if I'm not around Thursday, somebody checked the park in Burlington. It seemed like a, a comfortable place to kind of casually spend the rest of your life outdoors. Big show today. This is uh, it's very exciting. Actually. I talked to Mavis Staples, of the uh, staples family uh, she's obviously a solo artist but was with the staple singers for forever and uh, but do, has done much of her own work and is a a, a revered and uh, amazing soul singer and she's here uh some of you know the story i i met her i ran into her in england on a radio show and i just uh, loved her and she loved me i believe And she came over and it was quite an amazing conversation. She is still going strong and she's, I I don't want to say she's old, but she's no youngster, but she's, her clarity is amazing. Her stories are amazing. Her heart is amazing. And, uh, and it's, it's look forward to it. It's, it's literally going to happen in a matter of minutes, depending on the choices you make around what I'm saying now, or, you know, how long I talk if you're locked in. I, I don't know, there is some stuff I want to talk about. i'll t- I'll tell you about my experience in Burlington, but first, I want to tell you about this uh, this documentary I saw because I don't know how long you've been listening, but years ago, I had Harry Dean Stanton on. It was not one uh, a shining moment for me. I don't think I behaved properly in the, in the around the fact that the guy was almost a hundred years old, and I, I didn't feel like he I, I really got through to him. I, I mean, I did. but uh, I, I was insecure in the moment, and I had the woman who directed the documentary on with uh, the Harry Dean Stanton interview uh, her name is Sophie Huber and she recently got in touch with me and she told me she had done this documentary she had made a documentary about Blue Note Records now as those of you who know who have been listening I've been sort of going down a jazz rabbit hole a bit and it's only getting deeper and it's, I'm getting more into it I'm understanding more about it I just spent uh, a couple hours with Ben Sidrin. In Madison, when I I, uh, I was there, he's been on the show, jazz historian, and also a amazing jazz pianist. And we sat around listening to records. He turned me on to some new stuff, but he's got a whole wall of original blue note records. And I find the universe pretty fascinating. So out of nowhere, Sophie emails me and she's like, "Do you want to check out this doc?" And I'm like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, I do." And it's it's amazing. It puts it puts the entire jazz like a whole swath of American jazz history into a very unique perspective in terms of where it came from, the the founders of Blue Note, the artists that were involved. There was like recording done. The sound engineer at the original Blue Note, he was like just a dude, but he didn't have a studio. And they were recording some of those early Blue Note records in his parents' house, in the living room. He built a booth in his parents' living room and fucking Miles Davis would go record in this guy's parents' living room. So I'm no pioneer. The the garage, living room, bedroom recording situation has has been happening for decades, apparently, because I'm reading a book about Les Paul right now, too. Les Paul and Leo Fender. Um, The birth of Loud, about the creating of the first solid-body electric guitar. And it turns out, fucking Les Paul... You know whether he or not he designed the West Paul guitar before that. When he was like sort of obsessed with recording, had a studio set up in his garage of his bungalow in Hollywood in the '40s, and he was experimenting with sound out there with all these devices and stuff. And Bean Crosby would come by, all these people would come by. But I felt uh, the kindred spirits. You know what I mean? I'm not at the cutting edge of anything really. Other people have done, I mean, arguably bigger things in their garage or parents' living rooms than uh than i've done okay so that guy had miles davis in his parents living room i did have uh, president obama in my garage but uh, did we make amazing sounds did we make amazing jazz did we riff did we take it places kind of but all right maybe i'm on the same level i'll take it thank you for giving it to me me so the documentary is uh, called Blue Note Records Beyond the Notes. And I tell you, man, it just put the whole thing into context. The social element of it, the societal element of it, what that jazz, what the evolution of jazz out of swing, into bop, into hard bop, you know, into these different definitions, what these guys were really pushing towards, what the element of uh, improvisational freedom really means. It, it kind of really got at the heart of the art of improvisation. You know, where and why and what propels it and it also integrates the the sort of history of blue note into early hip hop, into how it influenced that and then you know made a fairly deep argument that that hip hop is the natural sort of extension of the the impetus of of jazz improvisation and of of jazz in general. And then I got into and then I started listening to Flying Lotus yesterday walking around um Burlington, I'm like, because Anderson Pack talked about him, and you know, there's a Kamasi connection, there's a Kendrick connection, and you know, it's hip hop's not really my world, but I'm pretty dug into the jazz trip. So now I'm walking around listening to Flying Lotus in with that set of glasses on or that that perspective, and I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I get it. This is what this does make sense. But the doc is great. Apparently, the doc has played on the festival circuit, and the filmmakers are, are now self-releasing it, but I want, to, I want to tell you now when and where the upcoming screenings are happening. It opens at the Metrograph in New York City this Friday, June 14th, and then it's opening in Los Angeles at the Lamley Santa Monica on June 28th, and I'll try to keep you posted about uh, more screening dates because I think, uh, I think you'll like this movie. If I'm speaking to you, you know who you are so i've been in burlington for a few days and we're assuming i'm home now i've established that with you that's the time frame that's the arc and it was it's nice man i haven't been up here in a long time and uh, last time i was up here i was at the flynn theater and now i'm doing this club the uh, Ver- what is it the vermont comedy club and i was trying to sort of go back in my mind to other times that i'd been to burlington there used to be a gig up here it was called the front it was a rock club. I remember doing a show there with uh, David Cross. It's like a, a, a real memory for me because we drove up from Boston to do this one-nighter. We probably had gone to Killington to do a gig there at the, at the ski slopes called Mother Shapiro's. And then there was another one, but whatever. But I remember the front because I remember Dave in this large rock club was on stage and he was tanking hard. And I remember standing at the side of the stage, giving him the wrap-up sign and him being mad about that. He was mad about it because it wasn't, you know, whatever was important to me was not important to Dave. And that's why Dave's Dave. And that's why I'm me. But uh, I was curious when I got up here where it was, where it was at. And it turns out it, the, the place that was right next to where I am, i'm I'm, it's right next it's a ski store now and apparently i did a search uh on google where you search and uh i was trying to find it and it turns out that fish sort of was it was sort of one of their home bases they did like 50 shows there so even though a lot of you want me to interview trey and even though i've not ever listened to one fish record I, i have shared the stage with the uh, with the fellas, you know, we we riffed out in the same venue back in the day. Now it's a ski store, so I don't know. I don't know what that does for my memories. It doesn't matter. But I have been getting out. I have been walking around. I've I had uh, I ate twice at this place called Hen of the Wood, which is an amazing restaurant. My buddy Jimmy came up from New Hampshire, took a break from like sitting alone by himself in the woods, and. Uh, <laughs> came up to hang out and we're having a nice time. We're just kind of getting started, about to walk the trails in, you know, in clothes that weren't really walkable. But this was this was a great moment of, you know, kind of, I couldn't tell, it's some sort of entitlement. But we're about to start up the hill and there's a, a woman there who looked like she was about to start up the hill and she was holding her phone and she uh, <laughs> she looked at us and she got, there was a fork in the trail There was a fork in the trail and she looked at us and she uh, she goes, which way are you going? And we're like, I don't know. I, I guess we'll we'll go over that way. She's like, oh, good, because I'm about to start a conference call. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, oh, I'm sorry. Are we in your fucking office? Jesus Christ, man. It was a good moment, but like part of me, because maybe because I'm a Libra, I, you know, later, I don't even know why I said that, but later I thought like, well, maybe she didn't want to bother our hike. Maybe she didn't want us to feel uh, intruded upon while she's yelling at her, you know, into a phone just to you know, be heard on a conference call in the middle of the woods. But I'd like to stick with the other way that, that she thought like, you know, this was her space to do her work and not a public, beautiful outdoor place. But that was nice. I walked around. I got some woods. And uh, and I, you know, with a, sort of a mild sort of sub panic about uh, about uh, deer ticks and Lyme disease. And because I just got back right now, it just reminded me, apparently, I, I, I have to check my body for ticks. And from what I understand, I got to really check it for ticks. Like I got to, yeah, I, I didn't roll around in the dirt, but apparently these ticks are crafty so i'm gonna be going in gonna be gonna be taking a good look at some stuff that i probably don't look at that intensely on a day-to-day basis so there you're all caught up you feel better so mavis staples uh, a legend uh, a wonderful woman and a great artist uh, has a new album out Uh, we get by it's called it's available now wherever you get music she worked with ben harper on this who i also uh, I'm a big fan of, and I, I hope you enjoy this time I spent with Mavis Staples.
1: How often do you come out here? Do you like it out here? I come out, I, I love it. But I love it, you know, just for coming out here and getting back back to Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Yeah. but I, uh, I come maybe twice a year. Yeah. Twice a year. And uh, if I got a, a new record... I'll come and hang with the band. Yeah, you know, rather right. rather than bringing them all to Chicago. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll so, you,
0: but you didn't. Did you record it out here? You didn't record it out here. We did recorded
1: you? It out here. This last album.
0: You did. Uh, recorded out here. Yeah. I talked At, to uh, Ben. Hensley. Hensley yeah. Studio. Oh yeah. Where's is that in Hollywood or is it yeah. where? Oh, it is. It's in Hollywood. I talked to you know Ben Harper did this one right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I've had him in here. I had him in here with uh, with Charlie Musselwhite. Is they, that right? They were both in here. Oh,
1: I know that was awesome.
0: Playing the blues.
1: <laughs> Yeah, he's a
0: smart guy. I like the way the record sounds. It's very, you know. How does that work with you? Because
1: you've worked with so many producers. Uh-huh. Do they
0: just call you up and go like, "I wrote you a bunch of songs, Mavis"?
1: No, well, well, <laughs> well. What, 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 what? Ben. Yeah. Ben had written me one song. Yeah. A, a love and trust. Right. And uh, that song, I, I I ran into him again. We run into each other on the road. Yeah. And I ran into him. I said, Ben that love and trust man every time we sing that song the the audience goes woof 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 crazy yeah. and I said you gotta write me another song yeah. he said well maybe. how about I write you maybe 10 or 11 songs <laughs> I said oh that would be great he said yeah we could do an album together I said oh sure man that would be awesome and that's how this got started that's yeah. and and uh, I got to talking to Andy Cochran for, for my label Anti Records and uh,
0: you're still on Anti Records yeah uh-huh.
1: yeah I'm still there I ain't going nowhere yeah i I ain't got time to go nowhere else now,
0: yeah yeah you sure, know? yeah,
1: but but Andy anti has really been good for me,, yeah, you know, I was at a point when, right after pops passed, I didn't know what I was gonna do, uh wasn't on on, and then I took a year off period, uh-huh. I told uh, uh, Mike Cappas, don't book me yeah. for a year because my sister Cleety yeah. was getting sick and I didn't know what it was, you know, I didn't know what was going on. And I knew it was this dementia stuff, uh-huh. but I didn't know. I said, I'm going to stay home and, yeah. and see about cleaning. Yeah. So for a year, I didn't work at all. But then after I got everything, they got her good uh, home care yeah. uh, caregiver. Then I, I I I wanted to work again. Sure. And and Mike Kappas, he said, Mavis, you need a record, and you you're gonna need, you you know you can't just people you haven't been out there for a while, so I couldn't find anyone to take me. Huh. No, No one would <laughs> get. I, I, what I, I, do I you mean it. a label? I called all the labels, yeah. Huh. I called every label, cause you know, Staple Singers. We we've been on just about every label out there. I know. But I what I wasn't thinking, you know, when they would tell me no, and I I got so disgusted. I said nobody is taking nobody's huh. gonna. I I was determined. Yeah, I went to the bank, got my money. I said, I'm gonna make <laughs> me a record. <laughs> and you just did it. I did it. I did it, and I made that record.
0: Which one, Living on a High Note? No, no, no. Which one?
1: Have a little faith. Oh yeah. Have a little faith.
0: And that was, but that was on Alligator record? That's why it was on that, Alligator. That's a great record.
1: Yeah, it's a good record. I mean, I it, I paid everybody to do this record for me with yeah. me, and and um. Uh then like the same thing. I started trying to shop it. Yeah. Nobody would take it. And at the last minute, yeah, just as I was about to start selling it from the, the trunk of the wreck of the car, car. <laughs> Yeah Alligator came in. Right. And I was so grateful. You know. Yeah. Uh and, and uh after about a year with the alligator, something went down that um Andy could get me. Anti. So they got me from and I've been with them ever since, you know. So
0: the, oh so that was an in-house thing. You didn't go looking for them. Alligator just switched you over. No. no.
1: Alligator
0: changed into No, oh yeah,
1: it was an in-house thing. That's oh, what you yeah. called it. Yeah. Yeah. They 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 um let me go on to anti records,
0: and that's the one you did a, a bunch of covers of, like you know, hip people like uh, Nico Case and yeah. Nick Cave, right, right, and that dude M Ward produced it,
1: Living on a High Note. Yeah, that's that's that one. I told him, <laughs> I said I want some uh, people, yeah, that that uh, are uh, are young, yeah. I want some new stuff, you know, right. So, but then oh, uh, Benjamin Booker, Benjamin Booker, he's good. Valerie June,
0: yeah. And uh ben was the head and the
1: hearts, head and the hearts. Yeah. Yeah. All them, Yeah, Ben 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 Hopper. Yeah. That's what That's, that's love and rap- trust. That's where that that's came from. That's love and trust. Yeah, I was looking for, and and one of the little, little girls from uh, the head and heart, she was so young and she was so nervous. Cause I told them, I said, give them my phone number if they want to call me. She, she was nervous to sing with you. To she write she with wanted you. to know, Miss Staples, what 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 do you what are you looking for in a song? You know? I said, I said, well. I just want a good song, good lyrics, good. Uh, I said, "Do you know me?" Yeah. She said, "Oh yes, ma'am." <laughs> <laughs> and I remember this little girl. Her mm-hmm. name was Chastity.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I said, "Well, well, Chastity, just sit, j- listen to some of the stuff that I've done." Yeah. I want. I just wanted something new, you know. But it could still be in the vein that I've been singing about about freedom, you know. Oh, yeah.
0: So is it uh, if it's a light?
1: Oh yeah. If it's a light, yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, yeah, if it's a light, yeah, that's the name of the song, and I love it. I love it. It came out really, really nice. Well, it's like because
0: it, I was listening to this one, you know, because like there, there's definitely a sound, like you know, you're gonna sing the way you sing, but all these these producers bring a sound, right? Oh, yes. And and it's sort of interesting to me, you know, you listen to Ben, yeah, and, you know, and Ben's got sort of a a, a pretty deep blues groove, yeah, and yeah, you, you know, and it's pretty spare. And then I listened to that one you did with Ry Cooter. yeah. You know, and he's like he's interesting because you know he's also got a blues groove, but it's a little more international. It's a little more weird, right, right. But right. that one you did, you know, on your own uh, on on Alligator. I mean, uh, you co produced that thing, right? Yeah. I mean, that thing's like that's more like the one with Ben, right? It's right. Just stripped it is. Down.
1: Well, see, and that's what I that's what I hear in Ben. See that that one have a little faith. That was the sound of the Staple Singers. And right. I, I, you know, yeah. I told Ben, I said, Ben, I feel like I'm in that room. I'm singing with my family, yeah. your songs. See, I had a little room that I would record in. Yeah. And it's, I called it the prayer room. Yeah, <laughs> I said, I said, OK, I said in that prayer room, I hear, man, it sounds like I'm singing with the family again. Oh, yeah. You know, because of the, of the way he write, his lyrics are beautiful. And then but his his. Melodies yeah. are totally different from. Well, see, I was with with, with uh, Tweety.
0: Yeah, three records you did with Tw- Jeff.
1: Jeff Tweety, yeah.
0: And he's like, he's a heady guy, but you know, but he's a real like he knows how to put together a nice American music. Oh man!
1: Oh man! <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I have been so blessed.
0: Well, what do you think the difference is? You know, well, be- between like Ben and, and Jeff? Because it's they're...
1: just that the 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 at the um uh, not attitude. It's the... Uh, yeah, the feeling, even. The feeling, yeah. the feeling. Ben... Ben is a blues man, really. Yeah, yeah. And I told Ben on a couple of those songs, I said, "You got me singing the blues. <laughs> you know that anyway, anytime, anywhere."
3: And
1: it's, it's, I said, "But I that's said, not too far from gospel. That's no, not no, too far no, from no. it's all. That's right. It's all there. I feel like gospel and blues are first cousins. <laughs> yeah. So I don't feel bad. Mm-hmm. But I told him, I said, he been wanting me to do a blues album, uh-huh. totally blues. So he snuck it said, in on you. <laughs> He snuck it in on me, and his 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 lyrics, you know the way he write. Some of those songs, you think I'm singing to a man, yeah. And and I said I said, but it's all right, yeah. It's all right because I am grown. I'm a woman. Uh-huh. I've been there, yeah. You know, but but uh, I don't want to fool my 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 fans, yeah. And, and Ben say maybe anything you sing is gonna be all right with your fans anything
0: <laughs> well, well who do you who do you re- usually feel you're in relationship when you're singing with god i mean like, yeah oh yeah. god is my man yeah
1: god is my man you know and look, 80. Yeah. i i i don't have no boyfriend
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, mark the, that ship mark. has sailed as authentic all-
1: <laughs> but 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 now if 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 a, if a dude come along, yeah, you know they they always come uh-huh. and and they're 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 older guys, uh-huh. and I just tell them, oh no, you're too young for me, uh-huh. you're too young for me, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know,
0: Well, older at this point would be older, older,
1: older, older. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you, yeah. it, it, Bob Dylan is even too old, <laughs> you know.
0: But but uh. Well, I mean, that's interesting to me, too. Like, But we'll come back. Let's go back around because, like, you know, I was listening to some of the Staple stuff. I mean, the, the amazing thing about those records, they were so stripped down. The production was very straight ahead. And, you know, it was all, like, driven by... Pops had that that vibrato sound that was right, uniquely right. his. And he had those beautiful little riffs he'd do. Right. And, uh, <laughs> you know, but that, like, it, it, you've done a, a lot of different sounds because I noticed in, 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 in your history... You know, even when you were playing with the family and you started doing solo stuff, mm-hmm. you had guys like, you know, like Steve Cropper. Right. Right. When, when I, was that when the whole family was at Stacks that you guys started with, that you did those records with Steve Cropper? Oh, Yes.
1: Yes, Steve uh, produced the very first record on the Staple Singers out of stacks. Uh-huh. He produced the very first, and and uh, from there we went to Muscle Shoals.
0: But you did your solo with him too, right? I did. I did because like it, it seemed like a shift because I listened to some of the real old stuff, you know, like Uncloudy Day and, uh-huh. and so, you know the the gospel stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and it was just interesting that there were these minor shifts, and it seemed like at that point, when you guys were really doing more R&B, that, you know, what Cropper was trying to make a Mavis record, we was going to get an an R&B single out of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they had the hooks, they were tight, you know Right, right but when you started you you know what was that what was that world like because uh, you know I know other g- people come out of there like what first comes to mind is like Sam Cooke and yeah. the Soul Stirrers. Yeah. but i mean when you were when you guys were touring as a family when you started doing that it was a whole circuit right there was right. a lot
1: of people doing it right that's right that's right but it was spooky uh-huh. it was very f- sam they just did not he, he he had to go we i was we were at the last gospel program that Sam did. That with, the Soul Memphis, with the With the Soulsters. Uh-huh. Memphis, Tennessee, at the Mason Temple, uh-huh. Masonic Temple. And Sam, he had recorded, wonderful, yeah. God is so wonderful. Uh-huh. Then he come with, lovable, yeah, yeah, yeah. my girl, and he changed did his name. He, he change- switched
0: it from God to the right. girl.
1: Man, listen, those <laughs> old sisters back in the day, yeah. they stood up you get out you that we know that you singing them blues you they throw their purses throw anything really oh man and and sam i felt so bad he just put it through his hands up and he walked off stage really that was it so
0: after he had the hit record yeah and he came back and did a gospel gig right the the women were like "Uh uh-uh no no really
1: you get out we know that's you singing well see I was scared to death, singing my songs, House Is Not A Home, Uh and those songs with Steve Cropper. I don't know what it is. I was singing Otis Redding, you know? And uh, it was amazing. The people didn't bother me. They did not bother, but you know what they did? The staple singers. They jumped on us for doing I'll Take You There. And they started, now we know the staple singers singing the devil's music. Y'all singing the devil's music. Oh, man. We had to do so many interviews. I tell the people, look, the devil ain't got no music. Yeah. And we're singing. You have to listen to our lyrics. We're telling you, I know a place. Ain't nobody crying. Ain't nobody worried. Ain't no smiling faces lying to the races. Yeah. Where could we be taking you but to heaven? Yeah. We talked to them. And finally, we were invited back to church. They had dismissed us. This so this is after to- how
0: long so you guys all you how old are you when you start singing with the with the staple singers i mean how, i was
1: i was i was like uh, 10 years old right Then when we started but before that we'd sing around the house I was about eight years old
0: but so but you guys were our, dug in
1: I, we were dug in our first record i was I was 13
0: on vJ unclouded on day on VJ Records. VJ Records, right. Was that mostly a gospel label?
1: It was no no. Oh, it, was it was blues.
0: It was all blues. Jimmy Reed. Oh yeah, that's right. Jimmy Carlton Reed. Howard yeah. and Sweet on. Home Chicago.
1: Sweet Home Chicago. Jimmy
0: Reed's the greatest. Oh. Did you know that man,
1: guy? Yeah, I knew Jimmy Reed. And they would have to lock <laughs> Jimmy Reed in the room because he'd get so drunk. He couldn't go to the show. So once they got him in a the room, they would lock him in and he couldn't get out until showtime. <laughs>
0: They're protecting their show. They didn't want want any walkouts. They didn't want no walkouts. Refunds.
1: They wanted to hear, God, me running. Yeah, God, me hiding. Yeah. Hide, hide, run. Any way you you want to let it roll. roll.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh, he was bad. Yeah.
0: So, okay, so, but you guys aren't doing that circuit. You you have the VJ record, but it's a gospel record. It's a gospel. And then, like. Well, see,
1: Vivian Carter, let me tell you how that came about. My Aunt Katie. We were rehearsing yeah. in, in, on the living room floor at home, and Katie lived with us. Yeah, She came through one night. She said, Shucks, y'all sound pretty good. I believe I want y'all to sing at my church Sunday. We sang it in Katie's church. Vivian was in the audience, and uh, Circle Beyond Broken. It was uh-huh. the only song that Pops had taught us all yeah. the way through. Right. Vivian called the next day and said, "Staples, you and them children need to be making records. Pop said, "No, Vivian, I ain't gonna let my children make no records, cause I don't know nothing about them records. Yeah. I don't know how." I,
0: he it, wasn't a professional musician
1: at the time. No, he, he no,
0: had another job.
1: He was. Just, he had. He worked at Crane Company. Uh huh. A construction work. Uh huh. And but but he wasn't thinking about us being professional. We wasn't think none of us yeah. about professional. You know. Yeah. We we were just singing around the house to amuse ourselves. Yeah. And and uh, what by the time I got thirteen. Pops called Vivian, he said, okay Vivian, I can let my children sing the record now. Because Yvonne, my other sister, yeah. she had gone and got this big red book, this business of music, she learned about it. Has she got Pop- a music
0: business book? Yeah, yeah, yeah she helped
1: Pops. Uh, you're helped. the youngest? I'm the youngest, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, so she said, we can do this, she I read
1: about it. Oh yeah, yeah <laughs> she read all about it. And then he had people like Mahalia Jackson and the Soul Dixon and Birds, all of them would tell Pops about the record business. But so it was Pop, like a community. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, gospel. Yeah. We, we'd help each other. Mahalia Jackson, huh? Oh, Mahalia Jackson. She was mine. She was my favorite. Yeah. My favorite. First female voice I heard. Some voice. Took man. me. Oof. Oh, man. Yeah. And she taught me how to take care of my voice. She did? She, oh, she did.
0: Like, what was, what'd was she tell you?
1: Well, she told me we, 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 we were opening. Pops came home from work one day. He said, Mavis, guess what? We're going to open for Mahalia Jackson Monday night at Tabernacle Baptist Church. Uh-huh. And I was so excited, <laughs> I was so excited, I would sing all, but the bad part about it was I had to wait the whole weekend, it was a Friday, yeah, Monday night, really. <laughs> so I was sing, get in the mirror, I sing in my hand, Mama told me, she said, Maybe, baby. Don't get on her nerve here. Yeah. Don't get, I said, Mama, I'm not gonna get on her nerve. <laughs> Mama had Yvonne and Cleety watching me. Yeah. I was this little, little skinny girl. <laughs> and and uh just lucky for me, sister Mahalia Jackson was dressing in the same dressing room. She came in already dressed. Pops would call her sister Mahalia Jackson. Yeah. So I thought sister was her first name. Right. She came in. I hit the floor. And Yvonne and Khalidi, they, they didn't even know I was gone. I was up over, right over. She was so tall, she looked like a giant princess to
2: yeah,
1: me. Yeah. And she said, I said, well, hello, Miss Sister Mahalia Jackson. And she started laughing. She said, well, how are you, baby? I said, oh, I'm fine. I, my name is Mavis. Yeah. She said, oh. Uh uh I said, and I sing too. Yeah. She said, Oh well I wanna hear you sing. I said, Oh, you'll hear me. <laughs> I, said, I sing loud. <laughs> Man, got in there, I sung my song, come back. She said, You know you're a good little singer. Yeah. I said, Thank you. Getting ready I got my jump rope. Yeah. I was on my way out the door. Yeah. She said, Hey, where you going? I said, I'm going outside to jump rope. Cause you know us children, we didn't like to hear the preacher. Yeah, we were we like the <laughs> choir and the singer, but we get out when yeah. the preacher's coming. Yeah. So I had my rope. She said, "You come here." She strapped, felt my neck, felt yeah. my chest, put my little. Training bra off. She said, look, you take all this off. Don't you know you're damp? I said, no, ma'am. She said, yes, well, you're damp. And you don't go out in the air like that. She said, you want to get to be an old lady like me, don't you? Sing a long time. I said, yes, ma'am. She said, well, you tell mama to give you one of your brother's T-shirts. You take all this stuff off, and you sit down, and you get dry before you go outside. (laughs) Oh, man. And, And today. Yeah. I bring a dry T shirt with me, name my brothers. Yeah. But I get dry before I get that's I still have my voice. Yeah. Thanks to Sister Mah Jackson. She taught me that. So a simple tip. A simple t- I tell you. <laughs> and I call her my my friend, my idol and my teacher cuz she started coming to the house. Mama and Yvonne, they would fix barbecue every 4th of July. Oh, nice. Our backyard would be full of people. Yeah. And uh from Jesse Jackson, all uh, 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 Curtis Mayfield, yeah. Jerry Butler, everybody come to the stable barbecue. <laughs> yeah. Sister Mahady would there. Mama invited her. She called Mama before she came. She said sister you got them bones on, Mama said. Oh yeah, you come on. The bones are ready, and 'cause they all they start like at four, or five o'clock in the morning sure. fixing them. Yeah. Mama would make this homemade ice cream, yeah. banana, uh-huh. and and sister Mahaley, she would call me, come here, baby, and I say yes, ma'am. She give me her bowl, get me some more of that ice cream. I say yes, ma'am, I'll get you. Some. Oh man, growing up, I I I was had a beautiful, beautiful. Childhood, you know. Yeah. People say Mikey, Michael Jackson, he didn't have no. I had my childhood. It
0: sounds great, and, and and you were with your family for so many years. Right, right. And they're your family, you know. My I mean, family. Yeah. And
1: pops would come to come. Don't you know? Pops tried to help. Them other companies try to get me. They wanted me to sing the blue. They wanted me to sing what Aretha was singing. Mm. And they, pops said, "Mavis, these people are offering you a lot of money." Don't you want to go and sing? I said, no, daddy. <laughs> I don't want to go sing for them people. I don't want to sing that. I want to sing with the Staples. You know, That was my security. I was too chicken to do that.
0: But you were doing both, right? I mean, you did a few. Yeah.
1: Well, after I was a woman.
0: Right. After right. I... When you mean you were a kid, they were trying to get you.
1: When they were trying to get me. Make some, yeah. uh,
0: make some soul hits. Mm-hmm. Some R&B hits.
1: Right, yeah. right.
0: So you you were dug in with the gospel thing, and you did that for like what a decade before, like for, oh man, I mean like straight up gospel. Like the, like I think what what it reminded me of is like when Dylan oh, when Dylan went electric. Yes, yes, uh, you yes know, All the folkies yes. were like, "What the hell is happening? Mm-hmm. You know, we're not going to stand for this." And it seems like he had a similar experience, right? You know, moving from gospel to to That's what they right. they thought was R and B, right, right, and, right. And, and in right. my mind, it doesn't seem like that big a jump. No, no, but but, but there were church people that were like that's it that's That's right it's over
1: well see what we did it was it was it was it was easier for the staple singers because we moved to folk song Mm. when we started going to um um new hampshire to to the folk festival to
0: newport newport we started
1: going to newport we started seeing these flower children we started hearing their music and pops we talked daddy said these people, this this music that they sing is not far from gospel. It's about love. Yeah. They're singing about love. And and he said, we can sing that. When he heard Dylan, yeah. Dylan started singing. Pop said, listen, y'all, listen to what that kid is saying. He's saying, how many roads must a man walk down yeah. before you can call him a man? Pops would tell us stories mm. about when he was in Mississippi, if a white man started coming down this, this street on the same side of the street he's on, Pops would have to cross over. Yeah. He couldn't walk on. He said, "We can say that," and literally, you know, he. He he knew it, you know yeah. how many roads must a man walk down, and so we got home. We got Bob Dylan's album, and we learned "Blowing in the Wind." Right. So, and then we heard something happening here. Uh,
0: Stephen Stills song. Oh yeah. man! Yeah.
1: We we would hear. Pop say, um, and anything Dad Pop said, we gonna say we gonna say it."
0: So that's interesting because you said that too, like in in talking about doing a blues record or not doing a blues record. That if you can't attach. What's being sung to your experience you you can't you don't find that you're gonna want to do that right yeah. right
1: you can't i don't i don't uh you know the a song the song has to have a a certain message in it for me yeah to to sing it but like you say I sang house is not a home and and uh those sing those songs with um uh, a Steve Cropper. Then I was ready. I I, I was twenty something years old then.
0: After your first album, the my solo first album, album? Yeah. that was in
1: nineteen sixty nine. Yeah, I was. In fact, I was thirty. Yeah, I had been married. Uh-huh. I had been divorced. Uh-huh. I'd been in love. You know, hey, you've so been through it. I'd been through it, man. Yeah. and you know, a singer <laughs> wants to sing about <laughs> her life. Yeah, so I had one song I have learned to do without you. Yeah, and man, my husband. My brother told me, he said, Mavis, every time Spencer come in the bar, somebody jump up and put a quarter in the jukebox. <laughs> 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 they, they put, I have learned to live without you. And Mavis, you be singing all over there. People be looking straight at him. I say, well, that, that's what it was all about. I'm singing my life. You well, know, so. What happened in that marriage? Oh yes. I sent him home. I told him, <laughs> he wanted me to quit he wanted me to stop singing, you know. You I said him. Him, Look, I was singing way before I met you. Yeah. And and this singing is my life. Yeah. You know, he jumped up, he up and I would stay at my sister's house till late, you know. Yeah. So didn't want him bother me. Messing trying to trying to make love to me or anything.
0: Yeah. Trying to get you pregnant. So,
1: trying to get him pregnant.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That'll do
1: it. No, no. We'll get it. I, stop wasn't, singing. I wasn't having it. Yeah. Uh-uh. Not the way he was acting, you know. Yeah. Because so, cause I wouldn't stop singing. So one night I came home, he was gone. Mm. I called Pop, so I said, Pop. Spencer is gone. He ain't left me. Daddy said, Mavis, you stay right there. I'm coming to get you. I said, oh no. No, don't come get me. I said, I'm having my locks changed. I've already called the locksmith. I said, I ain't going nowhere. You know, don't you know the next morning he tried to get in that apartment? Yeah. key wouldn't fit. I a yeah. new locks. And that was that. That was it. <laughs> that was it. But then it took me the longest. He wouldn't come to court. Mm. It took me the longest to get the divorce. That's why I never got married again.
3: Yeah.
1: I shacked. I was shacking after my marriage. <laughs> I was shacking longer than I was married with yeah. my next boyfriend, yeah. the one I truly loved. Yeah. You know, but I was afraid to get married again. Yeah, what do you gotta go through that for? You no. know what I mean? No need. No need. Wait, like, did you want you never wanted kids? Oh, Lord, I wanted children. Yeah. I wanted children. That was the only thing that hurt me so bad. Right. That I didn't have any kids, Uh you know, because uh, I didn't want to have any out of wedlock. Right. You know, while I was married, I would like to have had some children. Yeah. But this man started acting crazy. You know, uh, I think we went We went Spencer. Yeah. We went to Japan. And I sent... Uh, uh,
0: the singers, the group went to Japan? Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, man, we went to Japan in 1964. Wow. 64. The the Japanese ladies were still wearing those little wooden shoes and the kimonos yeah. and still had to work, couldn't walk in their husband's shadow. Hmm. Pops and Purvis had it made. <laughs> Me and Clitty, we get off the train, put our luggage down, these little lady come running, running, we think they come to greet us, they come and get daddy's luggage and Purr's luggage, and they walk, run off with it. Me and Cleta they had to take our own luggage. But we we were there, we were over there for a, a month. A month? A month, huh. it was some kind of government uh, uh Funded thing? Funding they were doing. The, for the arts they brought you over? For the arts. Mm. And pops felt like we could go. We, we Why stayed not? a, a stay the month. See the world. That's right. Mm-hmm. All over Japan, mm-hmm. and we even learned a Japanese folk song.
0: Oh, you yeah. did! Oh and man, and he sang it that night. And he sang in Japanese.
1: We sang in Japanese, <laughs> and every time we start singing it, people. And Yarn Solan 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 Hi Hi Nishin kitakato kamo meni tweba ya tata tatsu tori he and I mean ye kiki choi yasa he ya a sono dokosho dokosho oh dokosho yeah? <laughs> <laughs> dokosho the crowd goes crazy. The crowd went crazy. Right. They would go crazy. And, and and Pops told the boys, he said, look, wait a minute. Mavison wrote this stuff out because I would write it the way they were sounding, the yeah. way they were talking. And that, we got to know what this song means. Yeah. We don't want to be saying something that, yeah. that right. we didn't, we didn't yeah, right. know what. And and they said, oh, Papa Son, Papa Son, this song, this a uh, folk song, the the.'" Fishermen uh, asking the seagulls, "Will there be any fish today?" Oh, and the seagulls say, "Don't ask me. Ask the sea." Oh. You know, oh, that seems it, nice. It, it was cool. Yeah, it was cool.
0: So we, so Spencer got mad when he went to Japan. Was that the point?
1: That was the point. That yeah. did it. Yeah. that did it because his father and I were really good friends.
0: Spencer's father, his
1: father, yeah. Yeah, Mr. Leek. and it, and he did, this this the Undertaker. I married the undertaker, but I get mad. we have an argument I wasn't about to lay down yeah I don't want no no embalming leading coming in there, uh-huh. and uh if he got a headache, he wouldn't lay down. That's how stupid the i not i won't say stupid, yeah, but that's how morticians act if they
2: they're the afraid at least look afraid uh, if
1: headache
0: that's right he're gonna wake up, oh really, yeah. That's a lot of a lot of fear in the house.
1: A Lot of fear, and I, I ain't bit more have no business marrying that man, than yeah. man. Oh man!
0: Well, you live and learn.
1: You live and learn. You are. You live right and now. Learn. I won't so, do it again. I told Prince, Prince, when I tell him, you did
0: two records with Prince, huh, and, right?
1: And what? Yeah, two records. And Prince, and 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 my letters, is, is in each one of those songs. I I would write. I had to write to Prince because he wouldn't talk to me. Oh, he's so shy. Yeah. Know? And so, so you
0: wanted to work with him and you were writing him letters is that what you mean
1: I would write him legal pad letters uh-huh. 14 15 pages at a time Yeah And and uh uh he wrote a song when I told him I was married he wrote me a song called The Undertaker
2: Uh-huh
1: and, uh, everything every every song on them album that, Yeah the Voice album yeah. has something from one of my letters. Oh, that's nice. Yeah.
0: So you're in Japan in 64. Yes. And you the first time you did Newport with the family was what? In the mid 60s?
1: Newport, yeah. Oh, the, the, was that
0: before or after you guys, you know, were were uh wa- working with Martin Luther King? Was that before? Oh, no, no,
1: we were were working with Martin Luther King already. Yeah. In in 64, we started working with Dr. King in 62 Mm. because we were at his church in 1962, and that's when— In Montgomery?
0: In Montgomery.
1: Yeah. Pops came in one day, he told us, listen, y'all, this man Martin is in this town, Mm. and he has a church here, Mm. and I would like to go to his 11 o'clock service. This is a Sunday, yeah, and we didn't have to work until 8 o'clock that night. So he asked us if we wanted to go. We said, "Yeah, pops, we want to go." Yeah, we all went to Dexter Avenue Baptist mm. Church. We were we were ushered in and seated. Someone let Dr. King know we were in the service, and Dr. King
0: he knew you already. He knew oh, yeah. the music. you you guys had hits already.
1: Yeah, oh, we had hits. Yeah, he said, we're, "We're happy to have Pop Staples and his daughters here this morning, and we hope you enjoy the service." Well, we enjoyed the service. After the service, Doctor King would stand at the door and shake the worshiper's hand yeah. as they filed out. Right. So everybody filed out, here come Pops. He shook his hand, but Pops stood there and, and talked to him for a while. And and uh, he finally came on out. Me and, and waiting for him. He finally came on. Get back to the hotel, he called us to his room again. He said, Listen, y'all I really like this man's message. I like his message. And I think that if he can preach it, we can sing it. And man, we started singing Freedom Song. We wrote March Up Freedom's Highway. That was the first one we wrote. Now this is in 1963. 19, yeah this is before we went to Japan. Yeah. And, uh,
0: so that's why, but that's how you got some, you know, notoriety because that's when all the the civil rights stuff is really starting to take hold, right? Right. right. Those are the big years.
1: Over the big years. In fact, that was the year a guy in Memphis, Tennessee. I've driven from Jackson, Mississippi, to Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah. Pulled in a service station, and this young white, tall, skinny, young man. Yeah. Came over to the car service. I, and when he finished getting the gas, I asked him for a rec- no. I asked him to wash the windshield yeah. because there were many bugs on him. I had driven from Jackson, Mississippi, to Memphis, and uh, he looked at me a long time. Then he took a rag and he started swishing around, and then he came to, the, to my window to ask uh, uh, to get his money again. Yeah. And I told him, I said, uh, I'd like a cash receipt, and that's when he hit me. inward inward. Yeah. If you want a cash receipt, you come over to the office. All right. I'm I'm out here on the street. The office is way over there. Pops is sitting there. Pops said, "Mavis, pull over there." I pulled over to the office. Pops went in. And and uh I saw this this young man. I'm sure he thought it was just two ladies and a, a man with white hair.
2: Yeah.
1: An old man, Pops yeah. was not old Yeah. So, Pops went in there. I'm watching and I, pops won't, I'm pops i sure Pops asked him, why you talk to my daughter like that? Why you call her a name like that? Yeah. I saw him shaking his finger in Pops' face and the next thing, Pops clocked him, <laughs> knocked him, <laughs> <laughs> he knocked him down. Yeah, He got up fighting. Yeah. They fought over into the, the grease part of the services. Yeah. All right, Pops slid down because he had on his house slippers. Yeah. And, and uh, this this young man got a crowbar. He was about to hit daddy. And Cleety, my sister Cleety, she had made her way. And she beating him in the back. She beating him. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And he got away from Cleety. And I knew he was going for his gun. Going yeah. to his office. I woke up. I said, Purvis, they're fighting. They fight. Purvis came from under them coats, man. Like Superman coming yeah. out of that, that, that this telephone booth. That's your brother. That's my yeah. brother. Yeah. And see, the, the guy hadn't seen him, yeah. he laying down on the back seat with coats of him because he had to drive next. Yeah. Purvis come out there, he went up in the air because this guy was taller than Purvis. Uh-huh. He went up in the air and psh, come down on him, and that's when that young man started running. I'm driving the getaway car. Yeah. I'm backing
0: up. <laughs> <laughs> Getting out of there.
1: A, I almost hit him, and, and but then that was as far as I went. I stopped. And they got back in the car. Everybody was panting, panting. Pop said, "Okay, Mavis, drive." I said, "Daddy, I cannot drive no more. I can't drive. I said I'm too nervous." And he, it, this tone of voice, he said, "Drive, Mavis." Yeah. So, so I started driving, yeah. and man, I get on this bridge, the bridge from West Memphis, Arkansas, to from Memphis to West Memphis, Arkansas. You get across that bridge, you're in Arkansas. Yeah. I told Pop, I said. Daddy, I, uh, Purvis, he the last one got in the car. He's gonna talk about. I think we should go to the Lorraine Hotel. Daddy said, "Oh no, we're going home." Yeah. The Lorraine is where Doctor King yeah,
0: was, was shot. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's where all, we all stayed. And 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 Papa said, "No, we're going home." He said, "Keep on driving." So I said, "Daddy, it's some lights behind me." I said, "I see some white lights going." And he said, "Well, just drive on till you get across the bridge." They got right up on us, and they were shining them lights. And I just the,
0: the guy and his friends?
1: No, no, this the police. Oh, it's the cops. Yeah, this the police. I got on across that bridge, and Mark, these people jumped out of them cars with shotguns. Dogs was barking. They even had German shepherd dogs with them. Really? And and uh, three cars. And and uh. Daddy said he, they started uh, had us standing on the highway with our hands over our heads. Car zooming past, zooming past. I ain't never been so scared in all my life. What year was this? This was sixty three. Yeah. And 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 uh they started searching. Oh, okay, we know what you did. That boy told him that we had robbed him. They told him we didn't pay for our gas and they beat him up. And and uh, Daddy said, No, officer we we paid for our gas and and he said where you he went in our trunk the people in Jackson Mississippi had paid us in cash money and they had it in a cigar box yeah. you know just like somebody which would, would rob somebody yeah. and uh he said oh this is what we're looking for pop said that's our money uh, uh officer he said where well, you get this kind of money boy he kept calling pop's boy yeah and that was making me flinch and 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 uh Papa said, we sang in Jackson, Mississippi. These are my children. We sing gospel music. And and he, oh, I gotta hear what kind of saying you do to get this kind of money. And uh, <laughs> oh, Papa said, you can call WTIA. You can call. We record right there in Memphis at Stax Records. You can call anybody in Memphis. They tell you who we are. They wouldn't hear it. They kept talking nasty. He put that shotgun on Cleedy because Cleady. Well, she got out because she undo her jeans Mm -hmm. and she put her hands down to pull her jeans up. And he told her, you want to get shot, don't you? I told you, keep your hands uh, over your head. She put them back over her head. They finally, after they got through scaring us to death, they finally put these handcuffs on us behind, handcuffed all four of us behind our backs. Put us in separate cars, and Lord, I just started praying. I knew I wasn't going to see my mother again. Mm. I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to get out of there. Yeah. I thought we, they were taking us to lynch. Yeah. They were going to lynch us, and and uh, we get to the jail. That's what made me feel so much better. Yeah. I saw they was taking us to jail. Right. <laughs> we-
0: not the woods. Not the woods, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ooh,
1: we got in jail, got to the jail. Pop's walking in front of all of us. Here's a black man mopping the floor. Pop Staples. No, he said, Papa Staples. Yeah. Papa Staples, what you doing here? Pop just kept his head down, kept walking. And then here we come. He said, And your children.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. Man, we walked on past. I was glad to see a black man too, yeah. but, but it wasn't gonna do us no good. Right. But we they all let us sit down, the chief come out. The chief come out, he said, All right, who's gonna tell me what happened here? And Pop said, I'll tell you, you take me to another room, I'll tell you what happened. Pop still didn't want me to hear what all this boy said about me.
2: Yeah.
1: He he took Pops to another room. After a while somebody come out, wanted Cleety to to go to the car yeah. and get that receipt. Yeah, That receipt saved us.
2: For the gas. It was
1: all bloody, but it saved us. Yeah, yeah. It was paid for, we paid for our gas. Because he told him we didn't pay for the gas and we we uh, robbed him yeah. and beat him up. And the chief come out of there after he saw that receipt. He said, get them handcuffs off them people. Get them off, get these young bucks. We're trying to straight get it straight around here and they're trying to keep this mess going. Say, take them handcuffs off. And one of these policemen, he wanted to joke then, ah, I don't believe in my handcuffs. I think them—Purl said, man, get these handcuffs off my sister. Yeah. You know, because they had me and Purl's handcuffed together. They had yeah. run out. And and uh, they let us go. Man, we, we, we got—the first time we went back to Memphis, you looked over to the right. They, the chief had sent a note up to Pops. Over to the right, the chief— and about 12 policemen. And Pop said, Chief, it's mighty nice of y'all to come out here to see us, but who's minding the, the town over there? <laughs> he said, somebody could rob the bank all the y'all over here. <laughs> But man, that was something. Everybody in Memphis knew about it. Everybody was telling us we it got so, a big news. It big news. Yeah. Oh man, we got when we got home, the next day, the Pittsburgh Courier, the Sun Times, all them. And my friend cause Mavis, your 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 family beat up a white man. <laughs> and I said, yes, we did. We beat <laughs> up. <one." laughs> I got I got really tough then, but more. I was a scared sister, I, I was scared, oh yes, and I, I guess scared. and
0: that that probably just steeled pops's resolve around being part of of what Martin Luther King was doing and what yes. was going on down there that that you know that shift from 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 gospel to to socially activism music to, right. to 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 fuel the civil rights struggle that's right that must have really sealed the deal
1: that 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 did it. That mm. did it, he yeah. was ready, yeah, he pop started writing freedom songs like he he wrote that one about them, little rock nine mm. uh why am I treated so bad and that turned out to be dr. King's favorite, yeah
2: we would that sing. was after
1: this that was yeah. after this so oh, this yeah.
0: event that you guys not had not experienced that level uh
1: not of, not no mm. we we would see stuff we would we we'd be driving yeah. cuz you know of course you in a Cadillac that's the best car to travel in yeah. and and these white young dudes would come over try to run us off the off the road but pops didn't take no mess pops would go right back into them he could take his car right back he didn't care not getting some scratches on the car you know they they try to run us off the road he, and then they left us alone. But, and you did, they, but
0: you did have to deal with the separate hotels and oh, the separate, all that stuff. Oh, that man. was just a given. We couldn't stay in yeah, the hotel.
1: Yeah. We couldn't go in the, right. And And me and Yvonne and Cleety, one day down in Jackson, Mississippi, we went and told Pops, we wanted to go shopping. Mm. Pops said, all right, y'all go shopping. And uh, then he'd tell us, he said, don't start nothing. And then the next breath, he'd tell us, don't take nothing either. We said, okay, Daddy. We <laughs> go downtown. We let my older sister, Cleety, be our spokesperson. Uh-huh. We saw these shoes that we wanted to sling in, three pair. Cleety, we go in the store. Cleety said, uh, yes, we would like to know if you have these silver shoes, these pumps in these three sizes. Yeah. The lady went and found it. She said, oh, yes, I'll, I'll see you. She went and found all the shoes. She said, we have every size. And Cleetie said, oh, all right, we better try these on. And that's when she said, oh, well, hon, if you want to try them on, you have to go behind that, that curtain over there. We couldn't sit down in the store. We had to go behind that curtain. And, and Cleetie, we looked at that curtain. This was an old, raggedy, dirty, crocosite curtain yeah. that they done put up there. And Cleetie said, oh, no, we can't take these. And she said, y'all don't live here, do
2: you? <laughs> said,
1: oh, yeah, we live here. We've been living here all our life. <laughs> we we live on Church Street, uh-huh. and and we did on Church Street. But it was the Edward Lee. These this was a a black woman and her husband would rent rooms to black artists who uh-huh. came through, and that was on Church Street. Right. And but you weren't gonna tell her, Oh no, we're from Chicago. Right. No. No, we live here
3: uh-huh.
1: all our lives. We've been uh-huh.
0: living
1: here. So man didn't get those shoes. Didn't get them shoes. We didn't. Uh-uh.
0: So which which song was it that Dr. King liked? Why am I treated so bad? Yeah. And and you guys, you you made a lot of appearances with him. Oh yes, yeah.
1: we would we would sing before he would speak, yeah. and 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 when we would be going to the meetings, we be everybody be coming out, they would be on the parking lot. Dr. King, you'd hear him say, "Stay, yeah. you're gonna <laughs> sing my song tonight, right?" <laughs> Papa say, "Oh yeah, Dr. <laughs> We're gonna sing your song."
0: So he was a sweet man.
1: Oh Lord. He was the man, listen, My father had to try to hold all three of us when they shot Dr. King., yeah. we had just left Memphis, and we was in Nashville, and we were on our way on our way, getting ready to go to work. All of us were about to get in the car, yeah. and this man, this was a black motel he had built this black motel. The owner he come running around to where we were- he just pop, pop, somebody just shot Dr. King. We go back in our room. Pops turn on the television, and by this time, they announced Dr. Martin Luther King has died. Mm -hmm. And lo, man, my sisters, we went crazy. We loved this man so much, and for them to somebody just shoot him, and Pops was trying to hold us all, and and Pops said, "Y'all, y'all calm down. We're going back home. We can't sing tonight. We're going home." And,
0: uh had you just seen King in uh, Memphis? We just
1: left him. Ugh. Just left him. He was there for this this uh
0: Were you staying at the Lorraine that with at that? Lorraine, oh, the At no the Lorraine kidding. Hotel.
1: Oh boy. Yeah, man. And uh you know how that that was terrible. Dr. King, it took me a long time, long time to get over that. It was like like family, you know, and Dr. Martin Luther King, the most humblest person in the world, mm. you know, just a beautiful, beautiful spirit and and uh, he came and stayed in Chicago in the slums to see how it was, so he would know what he was talking about, you know,
0: and you did it, didn't you do a piece where you you did one of his? sermons as a song
1: it's on that album it's
0: on the one that you did with m ward right there right yeah yeah right. yeah living well, like, on a high living note living on a high note right mm-hmm. yeah that's nice that because just like you and a guitar almost yeah right?
1: and and man they had to stop that i had to them stop it twice because i was crying like a baby oh. i had i said wait i got choked up you you get choked up on some songs when you uh they're so real yeah you know and um uh Dr. King. Today, I still see his baby daughter Bernice. She's still in Atlanta. Uh-huh. When we go to Atlanta, we see Bernice. She just like him. Yeah, just like him.
2: Yeah. But
1: but. Uh...
0: And how like how did you guys like you know what was the conversation around how you proceed? You know, after that, I mean, it, it was it was so leveling to to everybody that was part of the struggle. Mm-hmm. I mean, how how did pops? You know, how, what was the pep talk after that?
1: Well, pops would just let us know, you know, and we were all grown. Yeah, pops would just we would just sing our songs, and and some of them we we couldn't sing. So, Freedom Highway we would definitely sing. I still sing Freedom Highway. I've been singing Freedom Highway on all of these shows that I'm having. I I don't leave it out of my lineup. Yeah, I I sing Freedom Highway because I tell this little story. I let the people know that that uh, this song that we're about to sing, we would start singing it in the morning. and We sing it tonight as we marched down the the highways, the southern highways with Dr. Martin Luther King. Yeah. And the, the police would stop us. They stop. Us. I tell people when I tell them, they want to know if we had papers to march. Yeah. To w- as if we didn't—that's in the '60s. Yeah, you know, but we would probably need them today. Uh huh. You know, we probably need some papers if we were walking out there because of this man that's in the White House. Yeah, we tell them people to get papers. They can't march for Martin Luther King. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. I can just hear him.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's bad again.
1: Yeah. Oh. man. I guess
0: it's always been kind of bad, but like it, we seem to certainly have moved backwards. It's terrible.
1: Yeah. When I saw them, them young men. Walking, marching with torches yeah. in Charlottesville, yeah. and then what was so spooky about it was their faces. These were young people; they looked like college students. Yeah. you know, they didn't look like bigots. The average bigot, old timey you know? bigots, old timey. Yeah, I said, this, these people got a whole new thing. These are new people."
2: Yeah,
1: and and uh, it was frightening. Mm. It was frightening. I saw the sixties. On that news, when they showed that news, yeah. I was waiting to see. Well, are they going to burn a cross next? Yeah, they're going to burn a cross in somebody's yard. You know, we had Mark. We had some terrible times. We had, and but but I was never frightened. I was never because I knew I was with my father. Yeah, the only time that I really got scared, yeah, super scared. Was that time in Memphis? In the, yeah. Third and Union. Yeah, I'll never forget that street. Yeah, Third and Union. That's where the station was. Yeah, mm. on Third and Union.
0: So you guys, but you, yeah, you, know, you, you, just kept soldiering on for the cause, and you know, doing, We had to. Yeah, of we course. had to keep
1: going. You know, because it was instilled in us. Now, you know, we are black. You know, and 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 we, we, somebody's got to stand up for our people. Right today, I wish. There was someone uh, who could who could be a leader. It's weird Jesse that there's Jackson. a lack
0: of leaders in in general. Right, of people that have the the fortitude or the courage. To really move people like right, that, in right. in, the, in the right direction, right? <laughs> but
1: nobody want to mess
0: with it. It it, it, it takes
1: that, a certain amount of courage. It takes a certain that's and why a certain type of person. A certain type of person. Yeah, Dr. Martin Luther King. Yeah, because Rosa Parks' her feet were hurting. Yeah, and she was not going to go to the back of the bus. Yeah, and then they had killed this young boy from Chicago, Emmett Till. Emmett Till, yeah. And that did it. Mm. Dr. King knew he had to. And Dr. King, every time I looked at him, I would see, you know, either either pain, either sorrow, or or hurt. Mm. You know, in his face, when I hear him laugh, that's that's what I remember of him most. Yeah, his laughter. Yeah. His laughter, oh oh man, he had a jovial laughter. And see, they, the men, they would all gather in the parking lot. Yeah. And they'd be in a circle, and all of a sudden they'd all break out laughing, and you'd hear Dr. King and I say, "Oh, Dr. King is happy. That would make me feel so good. <laughs> That's
2: great.
0: That would make me feel so good. So like in you know as you guys kept going, I'm trying to remember the year I must have seen you. How long has pops been gone?:
1: Two thousand
0: cuz i told time. you i saw you yeah with john hammond opening and we did, we realized it was probably the bottom line or or it was down in the village yeah, yeah. yeah. cuz i remember john got up there and he had a hard time cuz he popped two strings right out of in first two songs two strings went and then you guys came yeah. on it was a nice little room and it was great yes, great to i see remember it.
1: I remember the bitter end.
0: Yeah, Uh, that was it—the bitter end. The bitter end,
1: and uh, uh, John Hammond. i see him every now and then. Yeah, I talk to him. Yeah,
0: he's a very—you know—he's a very specific, unique guy. That guy. He He really is. Oh man, what a sound! What a sound! He really is. He's good. Now I noticed too that you know you—you know, like uh, two years ago maybe you toured with Dylan yes i did so you and dylan go way back like you know they way there, back i mean there's this like piece that i read that like you know when he heard uh, you sing uncloudy uh what, Uncloudy day yeah that like he was like he was he was struck yeah anyway <laughs> and he, you guys you know he must have been a kid i mean i don't even know when that came out when did that come well, out well
1: he uncloudy day came out in in fifty, I was thirteen years old. So he must we have
0: were. been around that age
1: too, yeah, right? Well, I'm older than yeah. He he yeah. He must have been two years younger than uh-huh. me. But 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 he told it. His manager when we met Bobby, his manager told him, "Look, I want you to meet the Staple Singers." Yeah. And he said, I know the Staple Singers. Yeah. I've been listening to the Staple Singers since I was 12 years old. Yeah. And and Pop said, how you know us? He said, I listened to Randy. Yeah. Randy was a station out of Nashville, 50,000 watt station, and everybody could hear Randy.
0: In Minnesota?
1: In Minnesota. Wow. He could hear him. Uh-huh. And he went on to quote a verse that I was singing in this song. Yeah. He said, Mavis, Mavis he told Dad at first, he said, Pops, you have a, Velvety voice, real smooth and velvety. Yeah. He said, "But Mavis, she gets rough sometimes." <laughs> <laughs> he, he said, "Mavis, hey. Mavis, says, yonder comes little David with this and sling. I don't want to meet him. He's a dangerous man." I said, "You, you remember that?" He said, "I know the whole song." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was. When was that? How old was I, that was? Then? That was in the sixties. That yeah. that was about sixty-two.
0: How did he strike you at that age? Oh
2: but,
1: I just saw a little skinny <laughs> uh a white boy, you know. And and but I didn't I didn't know that he was so such a genius yeah, then. Right. You know, curly hair, yeah, blue eyes. He was cute. Yeah. You know, but he was just a little and and he, he wasn't trying to be uh swag, you know. He did a little jacket, I think sleeves were too short.
2: Real you know? real folky. Real folky. Real yeah. folky. Yeah.
1: And and um that was the time. Just met him now today, and this day we were on this was a television show yeah. that we were doing for General Electric, and everybody was on this show. They, they, we even had meal tickets to get our lunch. So everybody was in line, and 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 um, Bobby, my family, we must have been up front. Yeah, line. Bobby was in the back. All of a sudden, you heard. Pops, I want to marry Mavis. <laughs> and, and and Pop said, well, don't tell me, tell Mavis. Yeah. You know, people were laughing, and I was embarrassed. I hung my head. I said, that's, I said, that's that guy we just met. <laughs> <laughs> he's been, he's been it,
0: thinking about you a long time.
1: He's been thinking a long time yeah. on that one. <laughs> but but uh, he would send me messages through my sister, Yvonne. After that, yeah, yeah, was, and then he he wanted to take me out, he won, and but then he just let me then we just started courting, yeah, you know, we'd write letters back and forth, and I tell you when we when he when he called me to open his show on his tour a
0: couple of years ago,
1: yeah, uh-huh, I said, oh my God, Bobby wants me to open, <laughs> so I get there,
2: yeah,
1: I'm in the dressing room. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, this guy came and said, someone wants to see you. I said, okay. And uh, I opened my door. Here's Bobby. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hello. I said, Bobby, Bobby. <laughs> I said, oh, Bobby, I've been wanting to see you so bad. I've been missing you. I want to see you. could have seen me every day if you had married me. Is <laughs> <laughs> that that long way? <laughs> yeah. I said, don't be so mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could have seen me every day if you had married me. I mean, he looked like, like a threat. Seemed like he had that ready for me. Yeah, though. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. He's yeah. funny.
1: Oh, he's comical. Yeah. But we got along fine. He would come to the bus and get me. We would walk around holding hands and. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's sweet. Oh, we were, we were, we were, We knew we were in love back then. But he wouldn't listen to me. Yeah. I told him, Mavisie wants to get married. I said, Bobby, I'm too young. I'm too young. We're too young. Is this before you got married the first
0: time? Yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. We were young. We were teenagers when I met Bob. I I must have got the the year wrong, but we were teenagers. And uh, I kept telling him we were too young, Uh, but he wasn't hearing it. Yeah. You know, he kept saying. How long did that go on for? Oh, we, 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 we courted what? About three, four years.
0: Wow, he yeah. was serious.
1: Yeah, all serious. Yeah, because we would see each other when we we hook up. I couldn't leave town to go see him because right. I was still young. I couldn't no. tell my father I'm going <laughs> somewhere by myself to see my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. You know, and and Chicago wasn't having folk festivals where Bobby would come to Chicago. Yeah, you know, we just have to see each other when we were on the same show or something. Yeah. So but but we we would hang. Yeah. I was in uh Bobby was in Japan. Oh, this must have been about, about fifteen, maybe ten years ago. Uh-huh. And I kept getting this message from some lady. See, when he checked in the hotel, he used a different name.
2: Yeah.
1: And he he ain't thinking that I don't know this name. Yeah. I didn't know who that was. Right. They kept giving me this message. I said, I'm sorry, but I don't know her.
2: <laughs> and <laughs>
1: coming to find out it was Bobby. After the show, this, this is a club, we do two shows a uh-huh. night. And after the second show, it's almost two o'clock in the morning. So I get to my hotel and here's this message from Bob Dylan. And
0: he you were was- in Japan too? Yeah. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah,
1: his real name. Yeah. And, and it just happened, Bobby was right across the street. His hotel was right across the street. But he I called him. I said, Bobby. He was sleeping. Yes, Mavis. I said, Bobby, (laughs) well, how long have you been? He said, I've been sending you messages to that blue note club all the time. I said, Bobby, I did not know that was you. I didn't, that was a lady's name. That's the name I use. So people, (laughs) I said, well, you got to help me to it. And anytime I, I want you to hear my new record. I want your opinion on my new record. And, uh, I said, he said, I said, well, how, how am I going here? Come over here. I said, I can't come over there. I'm right across the street from <laughs> I said, Bobby, I can't come. It's, it's 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. I can't walk out here in Japan by myself right across the street. I said, even right across the street, I ain't coming out there. Yeah. And I said, you come over here. He said, well, I have to catch the fast train in the morning. I can't come out. I said, well. Here's my number. When you get back to the states, we'll hook up. Yeah, you, I, I would really want to hear. I don't know which album he never did ring. Oh, you know, it nah, didn't what happen. Nah. What did you
0: think when he, you know, when he went through that gospel period? I mean, how did that strike you?
1: You know, it struck me that was him. Yeah, that was him. But he, he, he's, he's that kind of person. When he was singing the gospel songs. Yeah. And and good songs. Uh, good songs. Yeah. But but. Uh, I don't know why he didn't call me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All of those people that were singing gospel with him, they didn't know, they didn't even know nothing about Bobby. Yeah. But, uh.
0: Have you, you've sang some of those songs with him though, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: You gotta serve somebody.
0: That's some song, huh? Oh. Yeah.
1: Pop, <laughs> pop, yeah. put that on his album. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he did. Yeah, serve somebody. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's nice, though. So, so you guys hadn't seen each other in a while, and you go on tour, but you got a real friendship, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah. I felt really good. Because, yeah. cause for a long time, I thought maybe he was angry with me.
0: Yeah. You know, but I felt really good. Oh, it seems like he had a pretty he had he had a pretty big life. Yes. <laughs> oh
1: yes. Oh yeah. Somebody somebody wrote that Mavis dodged a bullet. <laughs> That's probably true. Nah, but back then he was a sweet, sweet kid.
0: So, you know, after all these years, you know, when you you know, working with the doing your solo stuff and then you know, working with the singers, is anybody still around? Is Purvis around? Yeah, oh, he is.
1: Purvis is just in my family, Purvis and I are the only two
2: Uh left. Yeah,
1: I lost Yvonne last year, Uh, Cleedy. In two thousand fourteen uh-huh. and Pops two thousand it don't seem like that's nineteen years that Pops has been gone. It don't I started thinking, I said, it just don't seem like that. Yeah. Don't seem like it, Yvonne. It, now, uh, this past April, mm. Yvonne's been gone a year. Yeah. I couldn't believe that. Yeah. You know, so it's crazy. and Purvis. Yeah. Purvis is just Purvis is the player. He still think he's a player. He's eighty four years old. <laughs> <laughs> he he didn't
0: stay in the music game
1: though, huh? No, he he quit the group in nineteen sixty nine. Mm. But he wanted to manage the emotions. Yeah, and he did. He managed them. He did. <laughs> yeah, and he got some hits on him with with uh, with Isaac Hayes and uh-huh. and uh, uh, Porter, and but the 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 emotions. This was a family too, three girls and their father. But the difference in the emotions, they they evidently didn't listen to their parents or or their parents brought them up different from what our parents. Yeah. <laughs> See, because the girls weren't weren't, haywire. Oh, weren't yeah. And Purvis couldn't couldn't uh, keep them together. Uh-huh. So that was it for but now you've you've quit your family. And and Yvonne is singing in Purvis' play. Purse wanted to come back. Cause pops told him, Purvis say, "Pops say, uh, Purvis, wouldn't you like to take a de- a leave of absence instead of quitting?" "No, no, want to quit." Oh well. But right. you know how young boys get yeah. when they, I know I'm quitting. I'm gone. So, uh. So, uh,
0: so pops really ran it like a business, huh? Oh, yeah. business. Oh, yeah. yes.
1: Yeah. yeah. When Yvonne took that part, that's you no, know, Yvonne's part now. Yvonne wanted just. Because he wanted
0: to come back after he met. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
1: After the after the girls broke up. Uh, yeah he wanted to come back
0: but and you guys work with you work with Curtis Mayfield
1: Oh Lord yes yeah Curtis lived right right around the corner from us and we did you know do it again oh yeah yeah and uh, oh many songs he Curtis. seems like
0: a, he was a real genius he she, was
1: isn't? he was a true genius yeah true Curtis when he wanted us to sing do it again, You Know this is a this now, this is the only secular song that the staple singers have sang,
2: Mm.
1: and and ever, ever, Mm. ever because daddy told him, Curtis, uh, now, pop, Curtis had given me my part, and he said, now, pop, this is your part, and that was, I like your lady, so fine with your pretty hair. Pop said, Curtis, man, I'm not gonna say that. I'm not going to say that. I'm a, I'm a church man. Yeah. I ain't saying. And Curtis, oh, Pop, you can say it. The Lord won't mind. He said, I'll pray for you, Curtis. Curtis and look, me and Cleetie and Yvonne, we started it on Pops. We wanted to hear our vo- This was a movie, yeah. and we wanted to hear our voices on the big screen. Yeah. You know, So we told Daddy, come on, Pops, it's just a movie score. Ain't nobody going to mess with us over that. You know? <laughs> yeah. and, and, and sure enough, they the church people did not mess with us mm. over Do It Again. Now, you're talking about a circular song, secular. And, and, and Pops, he didn't want to do it, but every time he said it on stage, when he said, I like you, lady. Yeah. The ladies, oh, Papa! And <laughs> they loved it. <laughs> oh, he loved it. He would just be grinning and he'd look right at me and grin with that twinkle in his eye. <laughs> I said, uh huh. <laughs> yeah. What, what happened to your mom? Mom, is, mom was home. Yeah. Mom, <laughs> mom was laughed too when we told her about it. But uh, no, see, my mother, she didn't travel with us. She was. My mother was just a wheel in the middle of a wheel. Mm. She kept everybody straight. Mm. Yvonne and Cleedy, if anybody was going to argue, it would be Yvonne and Cleedy. So Mama would tell them, "Not, don't, no, y'all don't do that. Y'all you know your sisters. <laughs> you don't, you're not going to get anywhere talking to each other like that." Yeah. She just calmed them down. My mother was the best cook in the world. Yeah. Everybody would come to town, and she would listen to to my friends' problems. Yeah. You know, she'd help everybody. Uh-huh. And Nancy Wilson, oh, she yeah. would call Mama before she get there. Mom, I want some cream corn. Yeah. When I get Ray Charles, he wanted greens and 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 sweet potato pie. Yeah. He told mama sister, <laughs> "We can start a franchise with this sweet potato pie. You know, <laughs> we can start a franchise, big ones, little ones." <laughs> Oh, man, <laughs> everybody would come to Mama's house. And 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 Pops, you know, when they had the payola, yeah. Pops started taking sweet potato pies to the disc jockeys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the disc jockeys, E. Rodney Jones in Chicago, he come on the radio. Them staple singers, I tell you, they don't eat no Paola. Yeah. They got Paola. <laughs> <laughs> and, and boy, the people, see, that that was, that was uh, he had just played uh, Respect Yourself, Respect Yourself a brand new, and he played it, and then he started talking about Paola.
0: Oh, really? The pie got respected Yourself that, on the radio?
1: Yes, indeed. Wow. Daddy knew what he would get on my father. Shrewd, shrewd.
0: Yeah, yeah. So when you like the, the shift from like, you know, from stacks and then you go down there and record with those guys at Muscle Muscle Shoals. Yeah. Was, it's like it's it just it's sort of stunning to me. Like, you know, you, you did all the work with the family, but the way these producers shape, you know, you know how they're going to support you. Uh-huh. Like, did you like the working
1: at Muscle Shoals? Oh, Who is yes. that?
0: Jerry Wexler, the original guys, right?
1: Oh, no. He worked with Aretha, and he worked over at Fame. Uh-huh. It was it was a company there, uh, a record studio called Fame. Right, right. And uh, the one we were at was Muscle Show. Yeah. This was Barry Beckett, Jimmy, Little David, uh-huh. David Hood. Yeah. Oh, and, David,
0: uh, I know his son, Patterson. Yeah, Patterson. Yeah.
1: See, that's all there that was in Muscle Shows our recording studios. Mm-hmm. And um, It wasn't
0: like a family like Stacks. Like Stacks everybody hung out, right? I mean No. But we, oh, well, they no. would hang
1: out at different studios. Oh, okay. At different ones. Cause I never we never made it over to fame. Hmm. Now I'll be going to muscle shows for a, a festival next month. Yeah. Yeah. And um,
0: Is David Hood's still alive, no?
1: Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, David was playing at he, he was at the the birthday party. In in, uh, Nashville the other night.
0: Oh, yeah? Yeah. Your birthday? Yeah. yeah. You had a big birthday, huh? I'm
1: having, I, uh, I had a big one in Apollo. Yeah. The Apollo, the Apollo was sold out. Yeah. And, and, uh. This one was at the Ryman in Nashville, oh, yeah. and this can this Wednesday night is going to be here in I Los Angeles. know. I
0: wish I could come at the Ace. Yeah,
1: you can't come. I
0: think I might have to. I got to go on the road on Thursday, but maybe I'll I'll make sure I go.
1: Okay, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, that'd be good. So, like down but, in
0: Nashville, Jason Isbell came by. Did Jason? Oh, come yeah, by? Oh yeah, Jason
1: Isbell. Right. He he played. He's playing on all three. Oh yeah. That dude is bad.
0: He is, man. Right. He is
1: really, really good.
0: He can yeah. really write a song. He can deliver it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And and he's got he's he's got this uh festival in Muscle Show. So I said I d I hadn't met him. I hadn't ever known oh, but I love the way he sings and he plays yeah. guitar. Yeah. So I'll see him again Wednesday night.
0: Who else is coming on Wednesday?
1: Um Grace Potter. Mm-hmm. Guess who wanted to come? Who? Tom Waits. Oh. Tom Waits, and 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 John Mayer was was coming, but he had to pull out. Is Tom coming? Tom? Well, Tom he he was coming. He sent a message. They he has to go to out east to a memorial. Oh. Something memorial. He sang with me before he came to my show. Yeah. And and so I told him I wanted him to sing again. Oh Mavis. Oh Mavis. I'll be there, yeah. Mavis. Yeah.
2: Well, oh Mavis. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Put
1: them arms up. But but uh he can't make it. You got now, a lot
0: of you got a lot of great fans. I do, Ooh, I yeah. do It's crazy, right?
1: Yeah, man That's amazing
0: And I like the way that, you know, you kind of landed back into this sound, you know, with Ben Because, you know, you listen to the, rec- you know, the Prince records are great, you yes. know and, and then, you know, there's some other records that, There was one record there that was a little, a little disco-y Yes Back in the yeah, day, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah But more. now, you know, you come you come back around through, you Full know Full circle Yeah, through Rye and, and through, uh, you know, Tweety right. and the, and Ward record And then you sort of landed this nice sound that a lot like the sound that you did with the staple singers, but also like the one you did at Alligator, you know where it's yes. just it's just like it's all straight ahead. You That's know right. I mean? yeah, You're exactly
1: yeah. right, Mark. Yeah. I tell you, I'm so grateful too. Yeah. I am so grateful. So Ben, is he gonna be there on Wednesday? Oh Ben will yeah, be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah Ben yeah. will be there. Ben and I are gonna do tomorrow night, we're gonna do Kimmel.
0: Kimmel, yeah. Yeah. He's a nice guy.
1: Oh he's nice. Yeah. He's nice. <laughs> But yes, oh oh I I am I am having the time of my life it's right
0: great. now. It's great. You deserve it and you know, it sounds like you're having a great time and the record's great. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, it's so much fun, huh? It's so much fun. Yeah. It's so much fun. But I'm I'm kinda wondering, you know, this might be my last last record. I don't know. Yeah. It it, it might be the last one. I don't know if I can top this record.
0: You don't have to decide
1: now. You don't think so? No. Okay, Mark. <laughs> okay well i'll stop I'll stop thanks for I, talking to me oh i I had a wonderful time and, talking to you and I'm hoping I'll get out I'm there I'm so on glad Wednesday. you invited me
0: oh, it's so I good. hope you get out there too. yeah it's gonna be fun I, I love it I love you it's a it was a great honor to talk to you
1: yeah when 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 uh when I saw you in London yeah i I knew it was something about you. <laughs> It was <laughs> something about you.
0: I was so excited to see you. Yeah. I didn't even know what that show
1: was. I'm like, Mavis is going to be there. <laughs> i don't either, But y'all laughed at me when I had my egg white omelet. Yeah, y'all cracked up. <laughs> we did. I tell you. But I sure Staying thank healthy. you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And I, 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 I ask people if they know you. Everybody knows you. Oh, good. Everybody knows oh,
0: you. Oh, good. Yeah, I've talked to a lot of people.
1: Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, yeah. I heard you talking to Melissa.
0: Oh, yeah. Melissa McCarthy? Yeah, yeah. yeah, She's
1: great. She's one of my favorites. She's so funny.
0: <laughs> Is she coming on Wednesday?
1: I wish. <laughs> oh, don't do that to me. <laughs>
0: I wish I knew her well enough to tell her to <laughs> come. To tell
1: her to come.
0: All right. Well, have a good show. I'll talk to you soon.
1: Okay. Thanks, Mark.
0: Amazing, right? What Was that an amazing conversation? Huh? How about that Japanese folk song? Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? She just pulled that out. I I swear to god. Like I don't think she knew that she remembered that whole thing. Amazing. It was a real that was a real treat for me. I hope you enjoyed it. Her new album, Mavis's new album, We Get By is available now wherever you get music. I don't have a guitar with me.
2: Boomer
3: lives.